Hi, everyone. Hope you're doing well today. Um, welcome to the stream today. We're going to be talking about partying all over the world. Um, so sometimes people travel to a new place just to go partying, whether that's for a festival, um, for a DJ show, like somewhere like Ibiza or Las Vegas. Um, so it's definitely one of the reasons people travel. It's also something we do when um, we're celebrating. So I would like to talk about today, first of all, what partying means. Um, so this could mean different things in different cultures. Um, if you don't agree with this definition, please come in the chat and let me know how you would define partying. Um, I think I generally agree with this one myself, um, coming from Canada, uh, enjoying oneself at a party or other lively gathering, typically with drinking and music. Um, so I think one person does not make a party, two people probably do not make a party, but at some stage it becomes a party. Um, let me know in the chat what you think. At what stage can you consider it a party? All right. So let's see here. Um, I would like to know if your country has a famous party. So do they host something um, that either people travel from around the country to get to or that people would travel abroad to come to. So, for example, um, I haven't used this in the stream today, but New York City has a very famous New Year's Eve party with the ball drop in Times Square. So that's an example of a party that people would travel from um, near and far to attend. Let's think if I can think of any other examples of famous parties. Mm, well, we're going to go through a few today, um, so I don't want to ruin that yet. But let me think for Canada. There are, um, I went to a music festival in Quebec City called Festival d'Ete, and there were, I think, six or seven music stages around the city for a couple of weeks. And you could go and see live music and have a drink and dance. Um, and so that's an example, it might not be quite international, but certainly that's an event that would draw people in. Um, so let me know what it is called in your country if you have one. Um, let's think in the UK, um, there's several music festivals, which are huge parties. So for example, we have um, Glastonbury, which is probably one of the oldest music festivals. I think it attracts a couple hundred thousand of people every year to come and camp, listen to music, dance, party. <laughs> um, so there's a wide range, wide range of parties. And so, I don't think people have too many ideas yet, but that's okay. I will go ahead and start sharing some of the examples around the world, and maybe you can add these to your bucket list. So a bucket list is um, a list of things you would like to do before you go off this planet. <laughs> okay. 
So the first one is um, something called Burning Man. So what is Burning Man? Do you think it's a religious festival in Asia? Do you think it's a kind of community festival in the U.S.? Or is it a music festival in Europe? What is Burning Man? Have you heard of this? Okay. This is something I haven't been to, but I think it would be a really cool one to visit, um, to attend. Okay, we have split answers. It's quite an interesting name, isn't it? <laughs> Burning Man. So what is it? Let's go on to the next slide. Okay, so here is an image from Burning Man. And this is kind of the definition or explanation that I found online. It's to celebrate artistic self-expression and build a community intended to be temporarily self-sufficient. So it's a party that lasts a week in the desert in Nevada in the United States. And the idea is that you don't spend money. So everything is based on an economy of trading and sharing. Uh, so it's kind of like a bit of a social experiment. Um, online, I saw some people say, don't call it a festival, you know, it's a community gathering, or <laughs> trying to call it something different. Uh, but effectively, I think people are partying kind of day and night as they move around between the different installations. So what happens on the final night, and I think what they're building here now, is they, build, they burn a wooden uh, burning man as kind of the end of the festival. Um, and so that's where the name came from. I think it started maybe in the 90s or something like that. Um, and over 70,000 people attend. So this is a serious, uh, a serious, serious festival. And you need to bring everything to sustain yourself with you to the desert. So make sure you have your water, your food, and something that you can trade. So I've seen that some people might um, might make a certain type of food and then they might trade with the camp next to them or something like that. But the idea is all about kind of sharing and community. Um, so that would be a pretty cool one to attend, I think. Um, anyone new in the chat? If you are new in the stream, uh, if you wanna share about some festivals or parties that happen in your country, please do share with us so we can add them to our list. <laughs> All right. So the next question, the most famous carnival in the world is in uh, Tenerife, Spain, Trinidad and Tobago, Notting Hill, England, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, or Venice, Italy. So all, all five of these locations do have a carnival um, and they might, they're all, they're all famous in their own right and would be worth going to. Um, I've been to two of these on the list. Let's see. Some other carnivals include, I think it's the one in Cologne in Germany, um, 
what other ones if you know of any other carnivals that i didn't include on the list please add it in to the chat okay and so yes the majority of people are guessing this correctly um, the most famous carnival in the world is in rio de janeiro brazil um, i was lucky to attend about 10 years ago with some brazilian friends and it is an incredible party. Uh, so let's go to the next slide and see a picture of that. Um, this picture is from the Sambadrome. So the dance that they do during carnival a lot is called the Samba. Uh, and this Sambadrome is where there's a parade of different Samba schools showcasing their dancing, their costumes, which are amazing. And they also come in on floats. So floats are like decorated trucks that people will be standing on and dancing. Um, and finally, there is the percussion, which means the people playing the drums. So all of this together makes an amazing, amazing scene. Uh, this is part of Carnival. Another part of Carnival in Rio is um, block parties. They're called blocus. And these block parties have different themes and the largest ones can be up to a million people at just one party. Uh, it's, it's, it's a completely amazing. So in these blocos as well, you'll have the floats, you'll have dancers. There might be a theme that requires people to wear a certain color or costume. And so everyone comes out together young and old and has a wonderful time. So at, at, at some parties, yeah, I went to, there was definitely over a million people online. I read it could be over 2 million people at some parties. So basically the streets are just completely, completely full down to the beach. Um, and the over a million international tourists attend each year as well. So it is a huge, huge festival. Rio's not the only place to go for it, but it's the most famous. And um, everything is free except for going to the Samba Drome. So the Samba competition, like in the picture. Um, I can't remember how much it cost, but it was 10 years ago anyways. But it goes, it went all the way until the morning. So we were watching the parade until five or six in the morning, I think. It was the, uh, the final, final day. So be ready with lots of energy if you're going to go to Rio Carnival. Um, all right, and in the chat, Mariana's sharing that in Switzerland, they burn a snowman called Book, so you can see if next summer is good or not. Oh, very cool. I'll have to put that in my Google quickly so I can check it out after. Always interesting to... Ah, cool. Thank you. Um... All right. So, yeah, if you ever have the chance, Carnival in Rio de Janeiro, amazing. Also on that list was Notting Hill Carnival, which I have been to. So Notting Hill is a neighborhood in London, in West London, and that will also have um, upwards of a million people at the party with food, floats, um, dance, similar dance to, to the samba happening in, in Brazil. Um, and it happens over two days. So basically all the streets get blocked off for that weekend. 
Um, it happens during a long weekend at the end of summer. And it's really fun, um, but can also be potentially dangerous if you go in the evenings or uh, you're not too aware of your surroundings. So um, best to go during the day for Notting Hill Carnival. Okay. Yeah, and if you haven't had the chance to learn about this or see this, I recommend having a look on YouTube and checking out the dance and the costumes. It's uh, really beautiful. Okay, and so Rob saying that um, they're Persian and have a lot in common with Brazilian Carnival. Absolutely, I think I've, uh, I'd love to hear about um, some specific um, festivals, maybe Persian New Year, I think sounds like a pretty good party. I've never been specifically, but I've, I've heard that lasts quite a while too. Um, share with us about uh, some of the festivals where you're from. Festivals, events, big parties. Let's hear it. Okay. The next one is the full moon party in Thailand. So all around the world, uh, people celebrate the full moon. Um, some of it might be kind of um, more, um, more religiously associated, not not modern religion, but more kind of pagan traditions um, with the full moon. Some might just be a reason to get out and party like this. Um, so this one started apparently by some backpackers who just decided to have a big party on this beautiful beach in Copenhagen on, um, in Thailand. And so every month on the full moon, unless there is a holiday in Thailand and then it happens on the next day, um, 10,000 people come to this beach and have a party. Uh, they're all drinking out of buckets. So like, you know, like a bucket that a kid would play with at a beach. Um, so the cocktails are served in these buckets and people all wear neon and people also paint their body with neon. Um, so it is really a sight to see. I went to this party uh, back in 2014, so quite a while ago too. Um, but definitely, uh, I think one of the most fun parts was actually getting ready for the party and painting your body with um, neon paint. And you dance for hours and hours and um, there'll be kind of random fireworks throughout the night. So if you find yourself in Thailand and you want to go to a party, definitely recommend the full moon party. Um, let me know in the chat if in your country you do something for the full moon. Um, curious to hear if that is something to celebrate in your country. All right. So that is the full moon party in Thailand. Okay, so now we're going to talk about a music festival, um, one of the largest in the world. But I would like to know, what do you think Electronic Dance Music Magazine says is the best music festival? So I think this would rely on you maybe being interested in this type of music. Uh, this is music kind of like... Uh, like Tiesto or people like that. The sort of DJs you might find in Vegas or 
um, Ibiza and Spain. So what do you think this magazine would say is the best? Some of these festivals happen in multiple locations. So for instance, Ultra, I think started in Miami, but now there's Ultras in South America. They have um, an Ultra in Croatia and Europe. Um, I think same with Electric Daisy Carnival, EDC. It's found in various locations. Um, let's see what people think. Um, Mysteryland is a festival in the Netherlands. Um, Tomorrowland is another one which has been found around the world um, under a couple slightly different brands, but um, the original is in Belgium. Sunburns in India. Okay. So let's see if anyone can get it. And I've only been to one of these festivals, but I'd really like to go. I'd really like to try some other ones before I get too old, maybe. <laughs> um, it's always good to go to these festivals and events when you're younger, even if some of them, you know, do have a wide range. In my opinion, you just have more energy. Um, that was one of the nice things about Carnival, though, was that it truly had people of all ages out having a good time, um, which is nice. Okay, so nobody has guessed the right answer yet. So this was in a recent, um, just a recent blog article from this magazine that I found, but they said that the best um, EDM electronic dance music festival is Tomorrowland in Belgium. Um, so this is one that I also had the chance to go to. I think it was in 2017. Um, and so people come from all over the world and it's, I think about 250,000 people at this festival. There was, I think there was maybe 15 stages throughout a huge site, um, all electronic music, but some stages have different, um, different vibes maybe. Um, there was everything from the main stage, like you see here, to some sort of like underground bunker style stages and um, some stages in the middle of the water. So it was just, I think uh, the production of an event like this was amazing to see. And uh, people come from all over the world. So when you're at this event, it's really common to bring your flag from your country. And then during the show, people hold up their flag and celebrate. Um, and it's, it's an event which sells out every year, almost instantly, you know, within seconds. <clears throat> so if you want to go make sure that you have multiple people on computers or their phones ready to buy a ticket and then uh, be flexible if you're willing to buy a package which includes your transport and your lodging sometimes it's easier to get a ticket so that's what we ended up doing um, because I really wanted to go um, at that, that year so we decided to get the package deal and we were able to get tickets um, Definitely uh, an amazing experience, just even just walking around the festival grounds and seeing people from all over the world. It was really cool. Um, let me know in the chat if you've been to some music festival and what type of music was it? 
and uh, what made it special. Okay, so the next one is a festival which lasts um, for several days, I believe. So this is White Nights in Russia in the city of St. Petersburg. So during the months of summer, there's almost no nighttime because uh, St. Petersburg is so far north. So this is why it's called White Nights. Um, so this isn't unique to St. Petersburg, of course. There's other cities that are up north and experience this almost 24 hours of sunlight. But um, St. Petersburg is the city that kind of has branded it nicely. Um, and so let's see what they have here. It's actually lasts for a couple of months and they have various events such as uh, theater, opera, ballet, orchestra performances, carnivals in the street and uh, artists in the different squares, fireworks. And it just sounds like a wonderful time to really visit Russia. So I think if I've, I have, I've been to St. Petersburg, but it was in September. So I missed, missed this festival. But if you were planning a trip there, I think uh, May to July sounds like a cool time to visit when there's lots of cultural events going on and street parties too. Okay, let's see here. So the next one I've mentioned briefly um, was sunburn in Goa. So Goa is a part of India, which um, used to be Portuguese. And so you'll see a lot of architecture around there that kind of looks like Portugal. And some people might even still speak Portuguese, um, even though, of course, it's no longer a colony. Um, and this is Asia's largest electronic festival, and uh, it's usually held over the new year. Um, it's a four-day event, and I think it's it's several hundred thousand people attend this as well. You can see the picture kind of looks similar to that main stage at Tomorrowland. Um, and so when you go to this festival, it's in a beach community. So not only can you go to the festival and have a party there, you can also go on to a boat cruise and travel around um, the coast too. So I think this would be a really great way to ring in the new year and a cool one to visit myself. <laughs> okay. So... Next, we're going to talk about um, pride in one of one of these cities. Um, so I'm actually not going to talk too much about the largest pride, but um, I will talk more about one of these cities. Okay, so do you think it's New York, Sao Paulo, Taipei, Amsterdam, or Tel Aviv? for the largest pride in the in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we've got 
an even split on a few of them. Um, so the answer in this case for the largest is Sao Paulo, Brazil. Uh, so between three and five million people attend each year. And this started in 1997. So that's a huge, huge number of people. Um, I happened to be a student on exchange living in Sao Paulo during Pride one year. It happens in it happens in June, and so I um, I attended the parade then in 2012, and it was yeah it was huge 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 huge. It starts at Avenida Paulista, which is kind of the main um, large avenue in Sao Paulo, and it continued all around around the city. Um, so remember that Sao Paulo has a population over 20 million people, so. A very large city, not quite as large as somewhere like Mexico City, but still um, a huge mega city. Um, so yeah, that was an amazing, um, amazing pride parade to see. Uh, Rio also has a very large one. So we already talked about Rio Carnival, but Rio Pride has about 2 million people attending. All right, but today we're actually going to talk about kind of one of the most unique pride festivals, parties, parades, <laughs> and that's in Amsterdam. So in Amsterdam, of course, they have all of these beautiful canals and there's various parties throughout the year and festivals where they utilize these canals as kind of part of the event. And Pride is no exception. So um, Amsterdam Pride is, it, it includes would include a lot of the similar events that you see in other uh, cities like dance parties, film screenings, events, debates, exhibitions. Um, but I think this would be so cool to see. Um, apparently it's over 80 barges. So these are a type of ship barge um, where there's DJs on board, people all dressed up and they're all going along the uh, six kilometer long canal. So as a visitor, I think this would be an incredible uh, spectacle to see. And I guess you would want to get there pretty early to make sure that you have a good spot for watching. And um, I have no doubt that the party continues far into the um, early hours of the morning. <laughs> so that is pride. And the last one I want to talk about is Oktoberfest um, in Munich. So this is a Bavarian festival in Germany. Um, and even though it's called Oktoberfest, it actually starts in September, which is a little bit confusing. Um, so this is the world's favorite and probably most famous drinking festival. It is all about beer uh, and dancing. Um, so this is a party with about 6 million people over 16 days. And people wear uh, special outfits. So for women... It's a special blouse with a dress. And for men, it's kind of these um, like overall kind of looking um, looking outfits called lederhosen. And uh, yeah, basically what you have is like in this picture, this big hall, um, people at tables, people get up on tables and dance to different traditional German songs and um, have a wonderful time. So I had the chance to go to this one in 2014 and 
because we did not have a booking for a table, which some people do like a year in advance, um, we had to go line up for one of these tents at, I think it was like six in the morning <laughs> because otherwise you wouldn't get in. So most of the tables are reserved in advance in a half day portion. So you either do the morning or the afternoon and otherwise there's a small amount that are saved for walk-ins. Um, so yes, if you do not have uh, friends to book a table and, or you're not sure how it works, you might find yourself like I was at six in the morning waiting in to go to one of these, these tents. And I think there's about 14 of like, definitely over 10 of them in the festival grounds where Oktoberfest happens. Um, and Munich itself is a really beautiful city to visit. So if you have the chance, get your dirndl, it's called for women, the dress or your lederhosen for men and go and um, check out Oktoberfest, the Bavarian festival. All right. So we've run through a, quite a few of them today, a variety of festivals and parties. Um, let me know which of these sounds the most fun to you. Um, for me, I've been to a few of them, but I would love the chance to experience all of them actually. And uh, I'm hoping to maybe this next year go to Brazilian Carnival again, but maybe in a different city. We'll see if it works out. Um, yes, so partying around the world, whether that's just happens to be you're in the right place at the right time, or if that's the reason for your trip. Um, so that's all for the stream today. Thank you for joining, and I look forward to chatting again soon. Bye.